Hello, and welcome to the inaugurable, inaugural, inaugural <laughs> episode of A Series of Unfortunate Events. I'm Lawrence, and, and this I'm... is your host, Claire. Yes, I am Claire. That's who I am. I believe we were going to talk about accidents and hilarity. Claire, would you like to kick us off with whatever article you have first? Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, looking for for information for this podcast, I had several suggestions about... Um, people doing dangerous stunts like doing yoga on cliffs edges okay. and um very tragically coming to their mm. demise um but there was one incident that stood out for me there's a a young man who was known as a chinese superman a 26 year old daredevil obviously okay. from china um and he did all these incredible stunts and it seemed like he was untouchable okay. um and then he was offered $1500 to do um, pull-ups on the side of a 62-story skyscraper. Oh, nice. Um, and he had done an immense number of stunts before. Um, he did stunts in movies as well, so yeah. he had some training. Um, but this time, and there's actually a video that I watched of it, um, he checks the edge of the balcony, and there's a camera set up on, like, the building across yeah. that you see the footage from. Um, and gnarly. he... Man. It was... It's really tough it's little, to yeah. to see... Um, but it's just, when you take those kind of risks. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I saw a video recently, uh -huh. which is kind of more parkour. There's mm -hmm. a Russian guy, top of a building. Um, he's, there's like a corner of a building roof. Mm -hmm. So he's hopping from like one part of the corner to the other across like a triangle space. Mm -hmm. And he hops it, hits a power line he didn't see. Oh my goodness. And then he's just like dangling from this phone line or power line. Oh, and then pulls himself back in. Oh, good. Right. Well, so that's he a survives, nice save. which makes the video okay with him. Not I'm unfortunate. Not, I'm not super into watching the like. No, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's a much. Um, yeah. But now he's obviously a dumbass. Chinese Superman doing pull ups off the 60. He's done that before. Well, and the thing was that. It was actually the third time he did it that he fell. Yeah. So he had successfully, like, lowered himself, done one, got up, done it again, and then he was about to do, like, three in a row, and he he yeah. lost his footing. Now, you remember the time that I split my chin, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was trying to do a plank on the back of a chair. I did it successfully, like, three or four times, and on the fifth one, I flipped. Yes. And then yeah. Open, and there was so, blood everywhere, and it was wonderful. Maybe there's some beginner's luck to maybe just do it the one time, and <laughs> so is the stupid failing. I I think honestly it is just a series of unfortunate events at some, you know. Like if you do something stupid and succeed, and then cut your then losses, it's incredible. <laughs> then it's just incredible. Yeah. Which is why he's the Chinese Superman. Yeah, and not yeah. Just an idiot. Mm -hmm. So, which brings us to some other topics. Uh, I went online and looked around a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you've heard the whole meme of Florida man, right? Of course. You know <laughs> why hasn't? that's a thing though, right? Um, I, is there one initial Florida man? Florida's got different laws about privacy. So it's easier oh. for reporters to see information about cases. Oh, interesting. Which is why those cases kind of get saturated around in the news because it's easier for them to find out. Oh, and that's them. and it's not the same for other states. Not the same for other states. I didn't realize. So there's maybe not an exorbitant amount of. There are an exorbitant oh. amount of states. <laughs> uh, but a woman tried to scam a six hundred dollar lottery winner by telling him he only won five dollars, but the winner was an agent working undercover for the state lottery commission's security division. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, who who would think that? <laughs> so, she's done this before. Which is incredible. Right? I'm Not assuming it millions. was like a gas station worker yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Gas station worker. Now, it can't have been with millions. But yeah. she's had to have done this before successfully to have thought it would work. Yeah. Now, if she did it and made off with it and, like, it was fine, is she just crafty or is she still stupid and just made out? So, in general, if you get away with a crime or a dangerous stunt, I mean, obviously you're still a criminal if you... But yeah. But are you talking about, like, the admirable factor? Well... In a way. I mean... I, I guess so. Admirable's not the right word for it, I don't think. But, I mean, along the same lines of, like, yeah. um, who's that, the bank robber who hijacked a plane? Uh, plane um, oh, D.B. Cooper? Yeah. You know, and that's somebody I think about. Obviously, he committed a crime, but at the same time, I do kind of admire him, and I'd like to think that he's, like, alive and... Also, the story is that he hijacked a plane with a gun and a bag of money... And, and had them drop him... parachuted out somewhere in Alaska? I'd be lying if I... Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I know it's supposed well, to be some heavily forested area, but it's kind of weird how my reaction is uh, varies to... Between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. Okay, which is In a... 1971. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, mountainous forested... So even if he survived, he'd be dead by now, right? How old would that be? Um, he if he was a, in... would be 88 if he was alive okay. now. He's born in so 31. So possibly. Uh, could be alive in the mountains with his millions. Mm-hmm. You never know. But if you had millions, would you stay in the mountains? Well, that's how you keep the millions, that's right? That's true, but then what's the point? Kind yeah, of, he could I don't know. still be alive. He extorted $200,000 in ransom, which is an equivalent to $1,240,000 now. So did he not hold up a bank or how did he get the ransom? Um, he hijacked a plane and then they gave him money oh, so that... for the hijacking. So he didn't do any previous crime. No, I think it was just that. Uh, now that used to be kind of the thing before 9-11. Where was the hijack would planes? just hijack planes and then you'd get something from it and then everyone survived. Interesting. Which is, I think, why nobody did anything about the hitchhikers because... They didn't think that... We had all this like track record of people hijacking a plane and diverting it to some island or Which, hey you can divert me to an island that's <laughs> to Tahiti yeah. <laughs> yeah or something yeah that's crazy to think of but but what do you think makes that different now, like psychologically does the it reaction make the legend of db cooper better if he succeeded and lives in the woods or if he failed and died it makes I mean, it better I, if he succeeded and lives in I the think woods. that it completely makes the legend, yeah. actually, because if he just died and failed and that's not extraordinary... They... It would be funnier if he forgot which bag was the parachute <laughs> and then tried to parachute out with the money and then died horribly for I that. I mean, it's a possibility, right? That I guess would be that's great. The... Nobody used that for a movie idea. That's no, mine. No, or yeah. cre- credit me. Give me, give me money for that. Um, and you can go live in the mountains with your, yeah. <laughs> with your Let's million. Let's see. Do you have another one that you wanted to talk about? Well, um, as I was looking up that one tallest, uh, it actually wasn't the tallest building that somebody's fallen off of very tragically. Um, and unfortunately, this does look like this was a suicide, which is tragic. Nobody, nobody do this. Um, oh, that makes it less of a darling. I know. Word. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize that as I first read it but as a 147th floor 
which is pretty crazy. The other one was 62, but I mean, either way, if you're more than a couple stories, I guess you're kind of yeah. done for at any rate. Well, the Darwin Awards is an actual website. You looked at the website, right? I know I have in the past. Okay. Uh, it's a website made in the 90s. Now, let's go over some famous Darwin Awards from this year. Oh, goodness. Not necessarily famous. Uh, is it too soon? Is it ever too soon? Is it ever too late? <laughs> Not that that makes any sense. Okay, so a rhino poacher is killed by an elephant and then eaten by lions. I think I did hear about that in the news at the time, and I think that's only fair. He like illegally crept into a national park. Yeah. Eh, I think that's fair. I think that's like fair. see, those are the type of things where, I mean, it's sad anytime anybody dies. I think to a certain extent, obviously everybody yeah. has people who love them, but doing something that's that incredibly irresponsible and cruel. There's another one that I actually heard about recently. Are you familiar with the Andaman Islands? No, India? I'm not. Okay. No. So there's a tiny island close to India in that India is the closest landmass, not that it's necessarily super close to the shore. Okay. Called the Andaman Islands. This is a completely uncontacted people because they murder the shit out of anyone that comes close. I think I know what you're talking about, but go, now, go for it. Now, part of this is they murder people, they come close. The other part is that the government knows, the Indian government knows that if they make contact, these people have no immunity to all the diseases that we have. Yes. So, like, and this has been done how many times in the past? Die, yeah, right? yeah. So super it's mostly die. leaving them alone because yeah. they're aggressive and want to be left alone. There's like And also because it's kind of the right thing to do yeah. if that's how they There's not even live. 200 people on the island. They yeah. Even have metal. Let them be. Think. They might have yeah. a little metal. Right. Yeah. So this guy... John Allen Chow, a self-proclaimed world explorer, decided that he was going to be a missionary to oh, the yes. Islands. Oh, yes. Yes, right. I heard. So he paddles to the island in a kayak. He immediately was attacked by arrows, but continued walking. Right. Oh, man. Um, the fisherman then, so this is a ship that, like, dropped him off. And yeah. paddles to the island. Uh, the natives tied a rope around his neck and dragged oh. his body along the shore. Oh, jeez. They were clearly rejecting his gifts. It, it clearly, <laughs> clearly, in a way, it's kind of heartbreaking because obviously he was missing something. There's some some key missing in his brain. Is this the same key thing that's missing in the brain of the guy doing pull-ups on a building? I suppose so, but Is driven this... by different factors. Like, because yeah. this was actually for money <clears throat> versus heavenly gain well, did... he's not just doing the pull-ups for money he's it's doing the notoriety he wants to do the i mean i guess you could say both would be driven yeah. by notoriety in yeah. a way if you're the first missionary to contact now, a tribe obviously this isn't a missionary that like actually cares about yeah because i think if somebody did care they would have done their research and probably, probably left them alone wouldn't be a missionary but yeah that's story. at least not um, in this context no yeah so then do you think in the case of the guy who fell off the building trying to do pull-ups uh-huh do you think he's just burned out on adrenaline over time, and so his brain just doesn't respond the right way? I mean, because it is a, a drug. I think that's fair yeah. to say that you would eventually be chasing a dragon of having to do more and more dangerous stunts to get the same yeah. feeling. There's a guy I was watch or I watched a movie of recently called Alex Honnold. 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 I haven't. I don't uh, think I've heard of this. He one. is a climber. Like free. He doesn't use anything. He uses a bag of chalk. How old is this gentleman? Um, he's 
mid twenties, okay. late twenties in this. See that that makes me less. I can't think of the right word. If it was like an old man, I'd be like, he knows what he's doing. Well, like if it was like a fifty-year-old. That's the thing. Like famous good? free soloers, they call it free soloing when you I mean, climb you don't get rock very faces. Old, do you? They die all the time at old yeah. ages too. So at just random times, it's like a thing where people die. But he <laughs> he climbs like crazy rock faces. Uh huh. Free. In like you know a matter of a day or something like that. Obviously, like Yosemite is a big place uh-huh. in California yes. that has big mountains. Obviously, he's been successful so far because yeah, I mean, it's that, I wasn't he sure why you were bringing it up. And, but I know that that's a lifestyle that people choose. And they actually touched on it in the movie a little bit, which was oh, okay. um, Free Solo. Oh, I did hear the movie, but I have not it's, seen it's it. It's really good. I enjoyed it. Um, but he, they kind of touched on it. I don't think they actually said that his brain chemistry is different. But, like, they did a little thing where he was in an MRI machine, I think, where they showed him pictures of things you're supposed to be scared of. And and there just, like, wasn't any reaction in his amygdala, not at all. Which, I wonder what came first. Like, was he born that way, or did it burn out over time? Now, maybe those things aren't scary. Right. Maybe he's just super tough. Mm-hmm. And he's like just born different. Yeah, or I mean, he could Which just I think be some... not scared of silly things. Now, also, he could just be he's climbed free solo since he was like fifteen or something like that. Yeah. So, like, is his amygdala broken? Is it better than ours? <laughs> is is broken better? <laughs> and will he seem dumb if he fails? I, like, if he does have an yeah. accident, and oh man, I mean, it's it's hard to. See. Now, the video has him, like, he will climb a route with a rope, mm. like, for a couple weeks and map it out so and very then climb familiar. it free solo. Okay. So well, so not... there is there is planning, he's experienced, and I think that it falls, like, if you, like, some of the things that I looked up beforehand and kind of rejected because mm-hmm. they were too short, I felt like, um, but it's people taking selfies in front of an oncoming train. Like, that's oh. solidly dumb. And they get hit by the train. Yeah. You know, like, so it was, like... Super smeared. Yeah, yeah. Three people passed away. Um, but it's, like, so I feel like if you do something the first time and you fail, you're solidly dumb. If you've been doing something for ten years and there's planning... Is it a thoughtful approach to it? I so, think that that counts. pull-ups guy. Pull-ups guy. He's doing pull-ups on a building. Yes. And then he says, ah, fuck it, I'll go for three. Right. Yeah. Now, free solo guy is climbing walls and regularly bails when it doesn't feel right. I think that's a solid So there might even be like follow. an extra little sixth sense that pull-ups guy was missing. Or maybe he Alex the, has. Or maybe something overcame that like um, it said that he needed money because his mom was like sick. So there's desperation so, there. Yeah. Whereas this guy seems kind of broken and like he doesn't care. Like but he still listens to the inner voice when it says, hey, this isn't yeah, a good idea. Yeah, there's a bit where it showed him, like, climbing up about halfway and then climbing down like he just didn't want to do it. I I have to respect that. I mean, obviously, I know nothing, but yeah. I have to respect people that are like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know? Well, I went on a kick where I was into watching climbing documentaries mm-hmm. while I was holding the baby while she was sleeping for, okay. like, a month. Yeah. Uh, just so to let your mind guy, escape. <laughs> Tommy Caldwell. And they kind of draw contrast in between the two of them in both of the documentaries. Okay, how is he uh, different? His is called Alone on the Wall, as a documentary. Okay. He studied a route on 
uh, in Yosemite called the Dawn Wall mm -hmm. that no one has ever climbed free climbing. So there's a difference between free solo, that's where you don't have any ropes, any anything. Mm -hmm. Free climbing is you're moving up under your own power. And you don't have a chain of people. So that's... you have a rope that you're connected to that might be like 20 feet down below you, mm -hmm. but it's still connected into the wall. And you're still so fall if you fall off, feet. like you still get caught, but yeah. you're only moving up under your own power. Mm -hmm. Uh, no one has ever climbed the Dawn Wall free before him. Uh, there's a guy who did it like nailing bolts into the wall the whole way up. Which is still incredibly still hard. <laughs> it took him weeks to do. Yeah. Uh, but he spent seven years tracking a route which might be... Had some sections on it that were like rated as like... Because they rate climbing stuff. It's like 5.1 whatever. Okay. So some of his were like 5.16 or 5.17 sections. Which are there, very which difficult. Is literally like the edge where like... Like the, don't do this. The first climber rates it and then other ones are supposed to ratify it. Okay. But like most of the ones that are rated that no one else has ever climbed. Because they're like... So just the first person this. rated it and then everyone else is like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So there's multiple sections of this, but you're moving up over the course of a week. So you're mm -hmm. constantly doing sections like that. There's plenty of little bouldering things that are, you know... A hard section, mm -hmm. but this is all hard sections. Took him seven years to plan this route, and then like two months to climb it or something wow. like that. Like sleeping on the wall in little That's racks like the whole a way. A passion project. Super. I don't think I'm that passionate about too anything. Much. Obsessive. He has a really good book too. I think called Alone on the Wall as well. Okay. Or the book is Alone on the Wall. Something along those lines. The Dawn Wall is the movie. The book is Alone on the Wall. Okay. I think. Um, Did he have a full-time job while he's doing this? He or was, was a climber. He was okay. uh, like climbing savant from when he was a kid, sponsored by companies. Oh, okay, so, okay. So he could um, afford he to do had it. to live pretty modestly. Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking living in cars kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, a job from it. Yeah, yeah. So contrasting the two, like, Tommy Caldwell is taking almost no risks. Uh-huh. Alex Honnold is taking risks. He's taking, actually the ultimate risk constantly while he's climbing but he's preparing for it and very calculated is one better or worse than the other i don't think so because they both are planning to me i see them as pretty parallel what it, what's your thought on it uh, they seem to see each other as like they're good friends mm -hmm. but they're different styles of climbers yeah yeah so they don't seem to you know see a, a harsh contrast there I, I kind of see them as equal but very different because the one, Tommy's doing something that's physically harder, mm -hmm. climbing a harder wall, but he's doing it with support. Yes. Because he's not sure of himself or because he's realistic. I would I would count that as being realistic. Yeah. Okay, so um, speaking of that, I have you heard about the Segway guy who... Fell off a cliff? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if I yeah. had, you had heard uh, of that previously. I heard that he, the guy who invented Segways, sold the company at one point and then wrote a Segway off a cliff. Well, Excellent. so uh, when I originally heard the story, it was overinflated and it sounded a lot more shocking. And so that was when I was going, I had yeah. heard that yeah. it was in front of a group of people and he was testing oh, the brakes and it went off the cliff. Um, however, that's not the case. He was mm. like, actually, it wasn't in front, of, it wasn't a demonstration. He was avoiding yeah. a dog walker and he... Um, drove off a cliff. Incredibly tragic. Yeah. A lot less humorous. <laughs> like in a way, I don't. Yeah. That I don't want to be a terrible person, but like, I, there's there's a a percentage of humor to like being doing a demonstration yeah. of like, oh, this is fine. And but of course, it, that 
telling of it was fictional, so unfortunately. Well, and then gets inflated, not necessarily on mm-hmm. purpose. And I, I really wish I could have just gone with that, but knowing that it's not true just takes all yeah. the, the fun out of it. Obviously, there's no fun in somebody well, dying. But. <laughs> but it is a funny story. There was I was looking at a bunch of free solo climbers. Uh-huh. Uh, there's one, and there's actually... There's a documentary on Netflix about the history of Yosemite Valley, because mm-hmm. it's like a big climbing hippie thing. And in it, at one point, they talk about free solo climbing in Yosemite, because it was a big cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they show a guy climbing up a cliff, and then he jumps for a handhold and falls off. Oh my gosh. And then has a parachute pop out. Oh, wow. So, do you think that's cheating? What well, are your... so... Or being realistic. And then I looked him up, yeah. and he died base jumping. Oh no! So, Wait, at a later, like, not obviously, then, at a later point, but time. like yeah. within, it was a couple years. It was actually after that documentary. What out. is base jumping? Is it like the uh, squirrel suit? It's parachuting, but okay. not out of a plane. Gotcha. Uh, I think slightly different parachutes mm-hmm. in shorter distances. Okay. So now, like, I think his was a freak accident. I don't remember his name. I wish I did. Um, so, is it just rolling the dice? Like, you can prepare as much as you want, and then you just roll the dice, and like. If you want to live free and do your crazy thing that you like, I think like you just you have to accept that it's going to happen. Yeah, I think you just have to be of the mentality. Like I follow a lot of powerlifting stuff or strongman mm-hmm. stuff, where like crazy injuries pop up. Oh, I'm sure. It, it's at the pro level. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's particularly dangerous at like an amateur level. But like there are strongmen that like tear biceps, like a couple at a competition. I think this last World's Strongest Man, I think a couple people tore their bicep. Mm -hmm. Do they typically come back from that after medical Um, treatment, or...? It seems like 70-80% of of people who tear their biceps come back after a reattachment surgery. Possible, because we do do those repairs. um, Yeah. But, uh, of course, I never get to see the long-term effects and Um, to retrain. For some powerlifters, they just let it stay torn. Oh, gosh. Um, So their bicep will be fucked up, but, like... You don't need your bicep, really, for a lot of powerlifting movies. Yeah. Now, is that like this casual accepting injury attitude? Or is it accepting that it happened and moving on from there? Or accepting that they do happen and that you have, like, very little control over them? I think it depends on the person and their approach to it. So can we tie that back into pull-ups guy falling off the building? I think that you can. I mean, I'm sure he knew there was a chance. Yeah. That something would go terribly wrong. I'm not convinced the Russian parkour guy knew there was a chance that he would fall off the the roof. Wasn't particularly prepared. I mean, you said it was completely an an accident. I I can't imagine making split-second decisions at that the speeds that they go. I I wouldn't want to... I mean, I saw that one French movie when we were kids, and I thought parkour was super cool, but I have no athletic ability at all, so it's never happening. Yeah, I, I wish that I could, but I think at this age, not that I'm extremely old, but I think I value my yeah, life vague fitness at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. I don't want any like, broken arms. I would like arms. to not fall and break everything. Um, I saw something that kind of ties in, luckily for the person, this isn't um, a series of unfortunate events, okay. but um, a 10-year-old girl was the youngest climber to conquer the Yosemite's... Um, El Capitan. El Capitan cliffside. is actually the cliff that has the Dawn Wall on it. Okay. And that uh, Alex Honnold climbs in his free solo one. Nice. There's a bunch of different routes up El Capitan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So. I so I had seen that before, and I just thought it was incredible that a ten year old um, was a. I'm not demeaning anybody yeah. else. Like I know that it's really difficult, yeah, but no, I just think that yeah makes it even more incredible. And that... there were people like watching the old Yosemite documentary. They used to take like 
months to climb up mm-hmm. stuff like that so like months of like living on a little platform or like going down every once in a while and going up man are you pretty afraid of heights i know i have a pretty healthy fear <sighs> yeah i'd, I'd mm-hmm. call it a healthy fear yeah of heights. Uh, a little vertigo every once in a while but like i can't imagine doing something like that now i wonder if there's something that those climbers would be as afraid of as we are of that like snakes Probably or not. yeah, or public speaking or something. Well, I'm sure there's something. I think everybody yeah. has their Achilles heel. Now, is there an extreme sport that either of us would be suited for that <laughs> we just haven't tried yet? <laughs> what do so, you think? <laughs> is everyone the Alex Honnold of something? I mean, I where think they if just you... don't have a fear about it. Oh gosh, I, I mean, I think if you practice and train, you could yeah. potentially do. I would say anything, but... Is that like the 10,000 hours thing, where you do 10,000 hours and then you're an expert? You've heard that before, right? I think, yeah. Is there something that you feel like you would ever no, want to try? I don't, I don't no, not that sport-wise. There is. No. I don't know. I mean, I, I doubt that I would be a savant at anything. No, I mean, I think we're too old to be savants at anything. Uh, <laughs> I think we would have discovered it by now, <laughs> both of us. Um, maybe we should try mountain climbing. Maybe, yeah. I like the living in, in the van part of that. I'm far too weak to actually pull myself up by my fingertips. Well, that's true. Um, I can't even do push-ups. Maybe, like, so. <laughs> very easy mountain climbing. <laughs> like a hill. Like, maybe a hill hiking. you can just... Hiking. Yeah. You can go hiking. Yeah. <laughs> the most white girl hobby of all times. <laughs> I like I to go hiking. did see a thing. Someone on Reddit said that their uh, friend had a Tinder guy that wanted to go hiking with them, and they had a weird vibe from him. And he got arrested as a murderer for murdering a girl oh on a hike later goodness. on. Oh, my Oh, jeez. Yeah, trust Maybe those. Maybe hiking's more of an extreme sport. Well, <laughs> <laughs> suppose there's always the potential. But I think there's a lot to be said for trusting those inner inner feelings. Yeah. and. So then, inner feelings mm-hmm. with accidents, extreme sports, mm-hmm. hiking. Yes. All of these are a series of unfortunate events. I would say definitely. Okay. Should we wind it down? Sounds good. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thanks for joining us. Good night, Seattle. (laughs) Stay sleepless.